Well, hello and welcome to the New Life Dresser Church podcast. My name is Anthony Gammage. I'm the lead pastor uh, at New Life Church. And, and to, today, and really what we want to do is, is give you some opportunities during this season of coronavirus where we're faced with all, all sorts of bad news to meditate on some good news that comes out of God's Word. And so today we're going to take a few moments and, and think about Psalm 112, verses 6 to 8. But before we do, let me tell you a quick story. Last spring, uh, I planted a hydrangea tree out in our front yard. I really wanted a hydrangea tree. I like them, right? It's got the bush at the top and the uh, trunk at the bottom. And so uh, we planted it, uh, patted ourselves on the back, walked inside for the night, and then across the front of our house we get these gale force winds, right? And so we had one of those overnight that first night, and when I walk out, lo and behold, my hydrangea tree that looked so good the day before was laying on its side. Now, rumor has it we're supposed to stake these things out when we first put them in the ground. Why? Well, because the roots have not yet been established, right? They haven't grown down deep into the good soil and gripped so it, won't, uh, so it will stay firm. Now, this year, uh, the, the, we did, after we staked it out, the line broke on the stakeout, and there was a big wind, and I realized, oh, no, the line broke. So I walked out thinking it's going to be on its side again, and it was there, right? It wasn't moved this time because uh, the roots had become established. Well, let me read to you Psalm 112, verses 6 to 8. It says this, beginning in verse 6, it says, The righteous will not be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks on triumph on his adversaries. Just a couple of thoughts to comment on, and this will be brief. But in verse 7, it says, This person will not be afraid of bad news. (laughs) He won't be afraid of bad news. Think about that for a second. Think about how uh, you've responded to what seems like an endless uh, lineup of bad news that we've received in the last two weeks. Uh, my question is, is, as I read this a couple mornings ago, is how on earth is this possible? Well, the end of verse 7 has a little bit of a picture of, of how it's possible. It says, uh, his heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. And it says later uh, that his heart is steady, and he will not be afraid. That term steady can also be read as the word established. And so this is saying that even when the news is bad, those who trust in God can remain steady because their hearts are established in their trust in God. You see, it all comes down to what our hearts are trusting in. Uh, Let me just say this, friends, is that I have been afraid over the course of the last two weeks. I'll read a news headline and my heart races. Going out to the grocery store is one of the most terrifying experiences I've ever had now where I used to enjoy it. Right? But fear is often uh, knocking at the door, right? ready to grip me. And what it's shown me is that my heart is established in a lot of things oftentimes, but it's not necessarily established in trust in God. But rather, it's either not established in Him, uh, in, in, well, I wouldn't say at all, but, but rather, they're established in soil that just won't hold. You see, um, if I follow my fear, what it shows me is that Um, Fear has crept in because the soils I've planted myself in uh, will not hold during those windstorms of bad news. Now, I'll just share with you some of the soils that I've planted my heart in. Um, Control. (laughs) Have you ever felt less in control in your entire life? 
um, you know, part of the control in my life is, is, or part of the things that I've begun to freak out about a little bit. And part of the way I try to control my day are rhythms and there are just no rhythms. Now I wake up every morning going, what am I going to do today? Right? There's lots to do. I just have no idea what the first step is. Uh, that soil has been challenged. And uh, if that's where my roots are, well then, yeah, I'm going to be constantly and fearfully trying to pack dirt back down because that soil is just not going to hold. How about comfort? Uh, how many of us, for our comfort has disappeared over the season? How many of us are tired of being indoors, right? Now, I know for those of you on the front lines, uh, you would love to be indoors right now, so I don't want to um, make light of that. But, but really, our comforts have disappeared in many ways. Uh, I'll tell you another soil that I've I've uh, that has failed me. Ample snacks around the house, right? Have you ever eaten more or wanted to eat more in your entire life? Uh, I just notice I get really grumpy when the food I want to eat is not in the house, and I'm not leaving again for another two weeks to get more food. Friends, it's simply revealed what I trust in, and it isn't always the Lord. So let me just ask you, where are your roots being revealed right now, where they might be established? It's not God. Maybe it is the Lord, and and praise the Lord for that. So how do we wrap this up? And I'm going to wrap this up here pretty quickly. Uh, When we first planted this hydrangea tree, a friend brought over this green sludge to help the roots um, take, right? She said, you know, pour this much on. I don't even know what the sludge was, but she said, and then water uh, this amount of time, and then it'll take. And so it just reminded me that, you know, (laughs) cultivating our trust in the Lord, it's not an accident. It's not something that just happens overnight. It's something that we need to nurture, right? And so let me just give you two quick ways to cultivate our trust in the Lord uh, before uh, I end here. The first is to realize over and over again, to remind ourselves that even in bad news, there is good news. You'll notice verse 6, it says, For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. Now, the only being in the universe that lasts forever is the one true God. And so what verse 6 is saying is, is even in the midst of uh, what is happening in the here and now, the hope of the follower of God is that they will be remembered by God forever. On this side of the cross, uh, what that means for the Christian is that if we have placed our trust in Jesus, we have been saved by grace through faith in Christ alone, that we will also be remembered. Friends, and that means even if we contract and die of COVID-19, and I don't say that flippantly, uh, it makes me nervous even to utter those words, but, but it is that reality that to live is Christ, but to die is also gain because we have eternity with Christ ahead of us. And that doesn't mean we won't fear at all, right? When, when my hydrangea tree still gets a windstorm, the branches shake, but it does mean we don't crumple over because we know that our roots are in what lasts. This passage, the very next verse that I didn't read, is actually quoted in 2 Corinthians 9 where it says this, God is able to make all grace abound to us so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, we may abound in every good work. So even in the midst of bad news, we can continue on doing good work in hope, knowing that that grace that is ours in eternity overspills the banks for us in the here and now. Here's the other way I would uh, encourage us to, um, uh, to cultivate our trust in the Lord. Make God's headlines our primary headlines every day. Make God's headlines our primary headlines every day.
Friends, <laughs> my temptation is to wake up and look at my phone and read the news and be discipled by the 24-7 news cycle and to go to bed to it and to constantly have these reminders pop up. And fr- of course we're going to be afraid if that's all we do because it's clickbait, and that's how corporations make their money in the news world is the clicks, right? And friends, don't be naive to think that we don't rehearse those headlines day in and day out. And so uh, for me, making God's headlines my primary headlines, it's not sticking my head in the sand. It's not knowing um, what's going on in the world around me, but it is uh, taking time. And the first thing I read is God's word and his good news for me there. And then move on to the headlines. And, and I would also say this, find reputable news sources Social media is a cesspool, clickbait, fear-driven world. I'm not saying we shouldn't look at it, right? But I am saying that should not be our primary news source. You know, go to, go to some reliable sources and read those and limit yourself to how much you take in of that a day. There's going to be bad news for a while, right? But just be careful. One more quick thing and I'll close. Redeem social media. It's not just about us and the headlines we take in. It's about the headlines that we're pushing forward. And so encourage other people's trust in God by what you post. Start a hashtag, redeem social media, right? Because we need to know now more than ever that in the midst of the bad news, there's also good news in the person of Jesus Christ. Thanks so much for joining us. Take care.